Good morning. How are y'all doing? Oh, man, we're doing I'm super sore, uh, frankly, today because we went and played uh, at Sweet Seasons Farms yesterday, did the corn popper, did the corn maze, uh, you know, did all the all the things that uh, you know, you're know you not supposed to do. And I, I, I made a competition against my 18 year old about who could throw the baseball faster on the radar timing. And I did not win, uh, <laughs> which is so annoying. Yeah. Uh, but OK, whatever. Uh, I was thinking about you because I'm driving on 178. I'm driving past all of these cotton fields that have mostly been you know, to some degree picked up and some have not been, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. How is the peanut harvest going? It's going very good. We've had another uh, good week of weather this past week, and we're down to our final field. We actually finished digging it uh, Saturday. That was the one we were waiting on some rain to loosen up the dirt. Is that right? It is, and we got a little shower. Sure enough, last week we got about a half inch there. And uh, it was just what the doctor ordered, and finished. We're able to finish digging that on Saturday, and we'll pick those Thursday, the good Lord willing, and and that'll wrap up our peanut season for this year. See, I don't know why you fret so much. Everything always works out just fine in the end, right? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing <laughs> to ever worry about. I don't know why I do it. <laughs> Sometimes it works out just right. Um, and y'all, are you in the middle of cotton? You where, where are you at on the cotton harvesting? No, we're at the very, very beginning. I just had one early field that I picked uh, about a week ago or so, something like that. And uh, we have defoliated a lot of our cotton, which once you do that, once you spray it, it takes, uh, in good conditions, it takes about two weeks for it to get ready to pick. And then, uh, you know, like this week where it's supposed to be cold, it'll it'll slow things down. And, you know, it might be three weeks for it's ready to pick. But it takes a little while for it to, to get the leaves off the cotton and to open the bowls up where it's ready for harvest. And, and then we like to just go through there one time and get all we can get at one time and be done with it. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the cold snap we're expecting. But before I get to that, um, as I'm – okay, so I'm over by the uh, the golf course community off of Woodbine, driving, uh, you know, biking in there. And their cotton in the field out in front – is very very full and all the way to the top of the plant like i'm looking at that and that looks like ready to harvest to me elsewhere when i'm biking what i see is cotton that's not quite as full like maybe it's a third to a half the same size of the cotton bowls um and it looks like it's farther down on the plant a little bit to me is that first one ready to go and that second one already been or it's going to be in the future what am i looking at that's right. As, as the cotton plant's growing, it puts its bowls on starting from bottom to top. So those bowls that are on the bottom are the oldest, and they're the first to open. So it, what you were seeing probably is a plant, ones that uh, you say are a third or two-thirds full, as you're saying, yeah. where you see the cotton on the bottom of the plant. It's not quite as mature as the plant that you see where it's open higher up in the plant. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and we want it to... We, we 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 want as much of it to open naturally as we can. But then so, those last few bowls that are in the top of the plant, we'll spray a bowl opener on it, which is basically a hormone that the plant already has anyway. And it kind of speeds up. It just tells those bowls, "Hey, I'm supposed to be opening now." So the so one open the, up, and that way we're able to able to harvest it in one trip. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The, the ones that are at that like half developed stage you're going to wait and then the top ones are going to also open. So you'll wind up harvesting the lower ones as well. You just got to, you don't want to get them too early because you want to wait for the rest of it to come in. Is, is that right? 
That's right. And those top ones, it takes them just a little while. You know, they, they're not as old as the ones on the bottom, so it takes them a little longer to mature oh, and for the lint to grow inside sense. the bowl. And then we don't we don't want to open them. We could go out there and open them with this bowl opener anytime we want. But if it's if it's too early, they're not going to have any weight. Their their uh, grades are not going to be any, any good. So it's a it's a whole it's a timing issue. It's a whole everything's got to have perfect timing to get the best yield possible. And and is that also? Um, I know you've talked a lot about the heat units. You know, you need so many days at so many temperature, so many degrees in order to get the the plant developed. Um, am, am I thinking about this right? That that's not necessarily for the plant as a whole, but that those lower hanging bowls would have been getting the heat they need longer because they developed sooner. And so that's why you got to wait. Those are done. And then we got to get the other ones in at the top. And am, am I thinking about this the right way? Yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much the way it is. Okay. You're, you're exactly right. Cool. Hey, I, lo- <laughs> I love it when I understand yeah. something. That's great. So, um, I know we're, we're not used to that, but you're right on this. Good. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? No, no. So that's fantastic. <laughs> what, um, what, what does this cold weather? Cause man, it's going to be crazy cold. It's going to get down to in the forties, like 42, 43 overnight for about three or four days. Um, you know, tomorrow's going to be a high of 64, then 65, then 69. It's going to climb back up. But for three or four days, it's going to be dicey. Is that going to affect you guys very much? It is, and, and you got to remember too that your your temperature down along the coast is different than our temperature inland because you're so close to the water. The, the water helps keep it at a more level, more level area. Right. Further you go inland, the colder or hotter it's going to be. So we're actually talking about the possibility. Um, they're showing 32 <gasps> Thursday. I mean, uh, Tuesday night and 31. Wednesday nights, what I just looked at right before I called you, and so that's that's very problematic. We do not need a freeze, a frost. The cotton that we haven't sprayed yet, a frost, it frost on it, it will burn the leaves and stick them and cause them not to fall off the plant. And we don't want that. We want the plant clean when we pick it. That if the leaves are stuck, as we say, then that causes us to have a bad grade, and we we don't want that. So that that's one issue, but it's not as big of a deal breaker as a true freeze. Once those bowls that we haven't opened yet freeze, they will not open. They sour, they turn bad, they rot, they're no good. So we don't want that. So it's a very, very touchy situation right now because if you were going to go ahead and go in there and spray it, you know, we needed to do that last week and get the chemicals in the plant and let them begin working before this freeze comes or potential freeze. So, it's you know you don't know what to do because you don't want to go in there and spray it too early if it's not going to freeze but if it is if you knew for sure it was going to get to like 28 for three or four four or five hours i mean that's that that will ruin your crop so you know you, you really don't know what to do you gamble and and look at all the forecasts and try to make the best decision that you can and go with it. And then you just have to live with it for the rest of the year. If you guys had, um, if you really anticipated that this was going to be a freeze enough to kill the, the developing cotton inside the bowls or the, you know, the, the, that part of the plant that they wouldn't open, you would have sprayed already. Cause better to get say what 30% of a full harvest than a hundred percent of nothing. Um, but now you're looking at a couple of days where it's going to be in that vicinity inland is, I mean, it, 
is there anything that you can do? And especially if you're like, you're at the, just the beginning of your cotton harvest, this is the bulk of your harvest is at risk, right? That's right. Especially any late planted cotton, you know, that's, that's still trying to really mature. Fortunately, we've already, uh, we've already sprayed probably 75% of ours. We, we did a lot of spraying this past week. So I'm going to be in pretty good shape. But un- the unfortunate part is the fields that I didn't spray are the northernmost fields. Okay. They just weren't quite ready. They looked like they needed a couple of more weeks to mature when I checked them last week when I was making my decisions on what to spray and not to spray. So they're the ones that are the least mature, the ones that would be affected the most from a potential freeze. And it's just, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just one of those things you don't know. You don't know which way to go. I mean, if they were calling for a low in the mid-20s, I would have sprayed all of it. But they were right there on the border. You know, it might freeze, it might not freeze, and we still don't know if it is or not. But at this point, I'm done with it. It's going to it's gonna be what it's going to be. And it's, you know, I've made my decision. I've made my bet. And uh, now we just have to see if I win or not. Now, the ones that you did spray already – those will open okay regardless, or are we still vulnerable to, like, if there's a frost, the, the leaves will stick and they'll contaminate the the, 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 the crop? Those, since I sprayed those last, uh, trying to think when I did that, I think Friday is when I did a lot of spraying. That Those will probably work out fine because they have enough, you know, the, the chemicals already working. It's already in the plant. It's already been metabolized. So I think that... Uh, I think everything will work out fine. I feel I feel very good with it. It's just those fields that, you know, I gambled on. Do I spray them or do I not spray them? So what, uh, what, what like, percentage of your cotton is kind of at risk on the gamble because they hadn't developed yet, and they're also to the north? If you had to, just a ballpark figure. Uh, I mean, are we talking like a quarter, a third of your cotton? Yeah, we're up between a quarter and a third. Okay, wow. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, we will be praying for warmer <laughs> cold. How about that? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, the- I mean, we're used, we're used to a cold snap this time of year. You know, anytime the fair comes, there's usually that first cold snap. Yeah. But it's typically not a freeze. You know, it's just the first time you make chili for the year. It's not <laughs> usually this drastic. You know. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll pray for nice warmer weather. And if you need me to come up there with my my hair dryer, I will. Um, I'll come do whatever I can. <laughs> it probably won't be of much use, Perfect. but you know. <laughs> Uh, what's our farm fact for this week, Ryan? Um, since we're talking about cotton and uh, specifically cotton grown in Santa Rosa County, I think this is a pretty pretty neat statistic. You know, all of our cotton's dry land, which means it's not irrigated. But Florida uh, was the nationwide leader in 1993 and in 2006 for the highest dry land cotton yields in the country. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I know yeah. we think of it for you, but I don't, you know, I don't think of Florida as the cotton place, right? There are other places I think of Florida, but that's interesting that much. All right, Ryan Jenkins, he is our. Uh, Let me rephrase that, Andrew. That was Santa Rosa County, not Florida. Santa Rosa County was the leader for the whole country in those two years. Really? Wow. Yeah, Santa Rosa County. Uh, wow. Okay. Yep. Pretty neat. That's a that's a perspective twist for sure. Ryan Jenkins, he is our farmer, Jenkins Farms, owner Jenkins Farms, and he joins us every week to talk us talk us through the farming year. Ryan, as always, man, thanks for what you do. Thanks for spending some time with us. I appreciate it. 
Well, thank you for having us. I hope everybody has a great week. Oh, and I didn't even get a chance to mention that last Wednesday was uh, National Farmers Day. So uh, happy National Farmers Day in arrears. I appreciate you, man. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks (laughs) a lot.